practical advice to medical issues important to you. Well, I'm sitting in my home, like many of you, quarantined from the COVID-19 virus. I guess we were about three weeks into this thing, and a week ago the governor asked us all to stay home in order to prevent the spread of this virus. Like many of you, I've been watching the news, following online, getting alerts about cases and even deaths uh, in the Philadelphia metropolitan area and in my area in particular. I know we're all doing what we can to try to stay at home and avoid the spread. We are using gloves, sometimes face masks when we're out and about. Most of our favorite stores are closed. Our favorite restaurants are closed. At least they're close to go and sit and enjoy a nice dinner. Some restaurants, thank goodness, are remained open for takeout. Many of us are learning new recipes, but some of us have medical issues. In particular, what I want to talk about today is those of you with chronic back pain. Back pain is the second most common reason people miss work not too far behind the common cold or a sickness. Back pain seems to be ubiquitous in society, certainly in middle age groups or above. Many of us suffer needlessly from back pain. Many of us don't know what we can do to help decrease the pain or to even relieve it. If you are one of those chronic back pain sufferers, like I am, you know what I'm talking about. When you wake up in the morning, you go to roll out of the bed and you stand up, or while you're attempting to stand up, there's your friend, that ache in your back, that stiffness in your back. After a few minutes, it may ease up. You go and start your morning being careful not to bend too fast. You do your bathroom routine and when you go to get dressed, you have to brace yourself to put your socks on or put your shoes on or tie your shoes. You're wondering if this is going to be a good day where it's easy to put your shoes on and socks on or if this is going to be a bad day where you can barely get your socks on or shoes on by yourself. What you need to know is there are certainly things that you can do. Some of you have gone and seen the doctor and already received practical advice about what to do. Others of you wish you would have gone because now many of the doctor's offices are closed. The only way to get medical attention is in an emergency. These are uncharted waters for the United States. This is new to most of us. Although I've heard from certain well-educated historians that viruses like this come around about once a century. So this is not uncommon to humankind. From influenza to SARS to H5N1 to all sorts of horrible viruses and bacterias. A lot of times certain cities, states, and sometimes whole countries need to be quarantined or avoid other human contact. Well, here we are. And now we're at home, and now our back is hurting us. What can we do? Well, if you come and see most physicians, they will tell you to start with the safest pain medication. 
and the safest pain medication on the market, according to the American Society of Pain Management, is still old-fashioned acetaminophen, which is Tylenol. Now we've changed the max dose recommendations, however, this is still considered to be the safest pain medicine for most Americans. The common doses that you would have of this acetaminophen in your medicine closet is either regular Tylenol or acetaminophen, which is 325 milligrams, or extra strength Tylenol, which is 500 milligrams. The recommended dose to help ameliorate symptoms of back pain or neck pain is a thousand milligrams up to three times a day. That is two extra strength Tylenol three times a day. That should help most people. To give you an idea about how well this medicine works for analgesia, which means pain relief, there was a study done where patients underwent knee surgery and they were given either 1,000 milligrams of IV acetaminophen or 10 milligrams of morphine. And guess what? The patients reported the same amount of pain relief whether they got the 10 milligrams of morphine or they got the 1,000 milligrams of acetaminophen. Now in that study, the Tylenol or acetaminophen was given via IV. That means intravenous. That means through directly into a blood vessel not taken by mouth. At home, you most likely will not have access to an IV, but you will have access to your mouth and you can swallow two extra strength Tylenol. Subsequent studies have shown that two oral Tylenol or extra strength Tylenol work just as well as that IV Tylenol. So if your back hurts, I recommend two extra strength Tylenol to be taken up to three times a day. And that's the max recommended dose for most people. Now, if you happen to drink more than one glass of alcohol a day, or you have cirrhosis of the liver, or other liver abnormalities, if your primary care doctor has told you that your liver function enzymes are elevated, you may want to avoid the Tylenol. The reason being is that acetaminophen, which is the active ingredient in Tylenol, is broken down in the same P450 enzyme complex as alcohol. If your liver is not functioning well from cirrhosis or another liver abnormality or disorder, then the liver won't be able to break down the acetaminophen. And if it just sits in your liver, it's toxic, toxic to the liver. It can actually injure the liver cells. However, for most Americans that are not drinking more than one glass of alcohol a day and have normal liver function studies, taking two extra strength Tylenol up to three times a day isn't gonna hurt anything. It's just gonna make your back feel better. Second line treatment is Advil. If your back is still hurting after taking this acetaminophen, most doctors would recommend taking Advil. The common doses I see prescribed for back pain are three ibuprofen two to three times a day as needed for pain. Now each ibuprofen tablet is usually 200 milligrams 
or that's the doses that's in the brand names Advil and Motrin, which are common in my area. Taking three 200 milligram pills is taking 600 milligrams, and taking 600 milligrams three times a day, that's a strong dose. Now, ibuprofen works by decreasing inflammation and also has direct analgesic or pain relieving effects. The reason why Advil is second line to Tylenol is because it has some side effects or problems associated with this drug. The most common one that many of you know is it, it tends to cause some uh, upset stomach or it can cause even an ulcer in your stomach. There are studies that show taking three Advil three times a day for three months can give you a 16% chance of putting an ulcer in your stomach. Now that's an 84% chance of not putting an ulcer in your stomach, but 16% is still pretty high. That being said, if you take three Advil three times a day for a week or two, the chances are you're not gonna put an ulcer in your stomach. If you take the Advil with a little bit of food, the chances are it's not going to upset or cause any discomfort in your stomach. So why does Advil work so well? Well, it worked by decreasing this whole inflammation cascade. And you may not know this, but you need inflammation to have pain. So if we can get rid of inflammation or get rid of or decrease chemical mediators of inflammation, then you should have less pain in your back. When my back really starts hurting, I reach for three Advil and usually within an hour, it feels dramatically better. Other problems or side effects or complications which can be associated with taking ibuprofen, the most common is hypertension. If you have high blood pressure, this medication can counteract some of your blood pressure medications. Even if you don't have high blood pressure, in some people, taking 900 milligrams of Advil will raise their blood pressure. It does this by causing your body to hold on to sodium and then your body will hold on to water. It will follow the sodium and if you have increased volume in your blood vessels, you'll have high blood pressure. Sometimes having a few weeks of high blood pressure or slightly elevated blood pressure is worth it if your back pain goes away. The cardiologists tell us though, it's not too smart to keep taking this Advil for months and months and months because there is an increased cardiovascular risk on patients that take chronic ibuprofen. All right, so now we have two oral medications to help with your chronic back pain. The next most powerful, or maybe even a more powerful technique is biomechanical re-education. Those are fancy words for teaching you how to help put your spine in a position where it doesn't hurt. And this can be done through stretching exercises and strengthening exercises. This can be done through specific stretches of your lower extremities. Most commonly, patients will need to stretch their hip flexors and their hamstrings, as well as strengthen up their core. Nowadays, information is so easy to come by. You can Google lumbar stabilization exercises or McKenzie exercises or core strengthening exercises. And you can Google or 
YouTube, hamstring and hip flexor stretches. There are many instructional videos on YouTube and written information on Google, all of which can help you help yourself and help you decrease your back pain. This is Dr. Schaefer signing off.